Welcome back, guys. This is the first of all podcast. Um, I am one of your hosts. My name is McCarty. Uh, that's my first name. And then Nate is here with me. Nate, please say, say hello. Hey, everybody. And that's his first name, too. And his last name is Goose, which is a weird name. Uh, and we do this every Thursday. Um, we record on Wednesdays, so don't get it twisted. And then we post on Thursdays so that you guys can enjoy uh, on your commute home, maybe, or on a weekend trip to the beach, maybe something like that. Uh, but either way, we're here for you every week to just give you some entertainment, you know, just to be here for you. And um, with that said, we're going to jump into this week's entertainment. Nate, man, it's good to it's good to hear from you as always. Um, as you know, today is the 20th episode, which also means we've been doing this for 20 weeks, which is a little less than half of a year. So it's pretty cool already. Um, why don't you tell us how you're going? Actually, you know what? Let me say this. The 10th episode that we did, which was our monumental 10th episode, uh, it was like a very nice round number. I did a ranking of my top 10 favorite snack foods, which was a flawless list, I might add. Um, still, I did not miss one. Like I ranked them perfectly. And I, would, I can say that with confidence. Now, on the 20th episode... Uh, which is another nice round number. Nate has a special thing that he's doing for us today. So Nate, I'll give you a chance to explain it and then you can jump right into what you're going to do. Yeah, I'll introduce it. I think it is important, McCarty, that you do have an announcement that about the furtherment of the podcast, if you oh, will. Yeah. yeah, my bad. I totally forgot that. So um, yeah, in, in an effort to grow this podcast and make it more official as we are trying to do every week, um, I made a Facebook page and it's called the first of all podcast. Um, you should be able to search that on Facebook and find it. And the point of the page is just to have sort of build a community for one. And then also the episodes will be posted there. I'll still post them on my Facebook, uh, my personal one, but um, just a post or a page where you can find each episode. I'm going to try to be more diligent about posting like teasers and like highlights and stuff like that um, just to get, a little bit more interactive, um, maybe post some like quotes from our episodes and create polls and stuff like that. Just to, again, create a, a better community for the podcast. And if uh, it's, it's a good way for you to share uh, this podcast with your friends or your family or whoever you think would be intrigued by it. So please go like the page. If you're a listener, it's the least you can do. Honestly, uh, you don't pay for this podcast. So just give us a like uh, and that'll be sufficient. And thank you, Nate, for reminding me because I totally forgot to say that. Yeah, so I'll just I'll just go ahead and jump right into it. So McCarty did his top ten snack foods. Uh, McCarty knows that I am more of a movie guy. He's not so much. He he likes certain types of movies, but I'm um, I'm into just about just about any kind of movie there is. And so I created a list of my top ten movies. And I need to say this: McCarty's gonna hate it, but I need to say this: two of them are a season of a show. And I know you might disagree with that. But it, it was necessary for um, for what I was going for on my top ten list. McCarty, is that okay? I think as the maker of the game um, and the ruler of all things favorite and least favorite, I can I can agree to that. Um, with my list, I also bent the rules a little bit. Um, and it's your list, man. You get to do what you want. Um, but I do want to clarify: Are you saying these are 
the top 10 movies that you would rate like the best or are these your favorite movies? Man, I, I think those run hand in hand. I think my opinion is, is pretty important. So I would say these are probably they're, they're a mix of both is what I would say. All right. Well, either way, let's hear. Let's obviously start with number 10 and then let's hear what you got. Okay. At number 10 and all of these, McCarty asked me this earlier, all of these movies that I'm going to list off, they're number one about acting. I love watching actors do their thing um, and just nailing it. And number two, they're just about a good story. Uh, so with that being said, obviously in the top 10, people probably have this at a different place, but Gladiator, uh, are you not? Gladiator. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you not entertained? Uh, that whole, that whole scene of what he does uh, there and fighting for his, um, fighting for his family after they're gone. Um, and then eventually seeing them in the end is just a huge, I mean, that you're crying first of all, and you're also just pumped up because this dude just kills everybody. Um, I think that's a fair number 10. Uh, I would say that's fair. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, it'd be way, way, way higher on my list, like probably top three. Um, but (laughs) really the only thing I can say that movie is just like overall well done, especially for like the year that it was made. Um, but I would say that I was shocked to know that there's like even a movie in your top 10 that I've seen. So I'm one for one so far. Well, I think you'll have seen uh, maybe, maybe quite a few of these actually just because of, of what I rated them on. But that brings me to number nine. And I want to say this about number nine, because McCarty is going to disagree about the placement of this. Um, it's one of those season things. I'm just going to say it. it's Peaky Blinders season three. But I want to say that if we did a TV show on strictly Peaky Blinders is going to be at the top by, by a fair margin if you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, you got to go see Peaky Blinders. It's rated something crazy. Everybody loves the show. There are very few people that I know that haven't loved this show. And it's probably just one of the best acting shows all around that I've ever seen. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with like how far down on your list it is, of course, as you said. But in terms of like strictly just really, really, really quality acting, it's got to be one of the best shows ever created. And I mean, the storyline I love, if you're not into like a lot of bad language and violence, you won't like it. I mean, speaking frankly, but the acting and like the storyline of it is unbelievable. I mean, it's truly unbelievable and it's on Netflix. So you can binge it. It's not like, you know, an HBO show that you have to buy some sort of subscription for. Um, well, I guess you just subscribe to Netflix, but everybody already has that. So um yeah i agree i mean it's a little low on the list i would say but um actually two for two that i've seen and also two for two that i disagree with your ranking yeah continue. and I, and the reason that um i i put piggy blinder season three specifically um all the seasons they pretty much have the same level of acting to me tom hardy uh if you don't know him please look him up tom hardy is bane in um uh, batman it's a very small role for him but it is uh in terms of acting but in Peaky Blinders season three, he has an argument with the main character, and it's probably the best piece of acting I've ever seen in any show ever. And um, I, I was just captivated the first time that I saw it, and I actually go back and watch it on YouTube as often as I can. So I really recommend watching Peaky Blinders, but if not, just looking this scene up where Tom Hardy is arguing with with the main character. Um, Killian Murphy. Uh, let's also plug for him. Killian Murphy is the guy that he's arguing with, who is by far my favorite actor because of Peaky Blinders for one, but also he's just like an amazing actor. Um, so if you're going to Google it, it's the Tom Hardy versus Killian Murphy. Who, argument. funnily enough, Killian Murphy is also 
in Batman as Scarecrow. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, actually. yeah. And the third one, or is that a different? He one? is in Dark Knight. Nope, he's in Batman. He's a really, really small role. Then he right? is in. He is in Batman Begins as a big role, and then he is in Dark Knight as like a very beginning role. Like the very first scene is him. Oh. He, I mean, I think he's just like his the way he's like his makeup and costume is. I just don't recognize him, but I actually didn't know. Yeah, that. it's really interesting. Um, that brings me to number eight, though. McCarty, I doubt you've seen this one. So I grew up with my grandma, actually, was really into James Bond movies. And so my dad watched them all growing up. Um, all James Bond movies from Pierce Brosnan, who is my favorite because mostly I grew up. That was the time period that was in was Pierce Brosnan. Um, and then he watched the Bonds before that. Um, but the new Bond, Daniel Craig, his very first breakout movie is Casino Royale. And I love that movie mostly because it's a lot to do with gambling. They're in a casino a lot. Um, he's fighting in a tux all the time, which is amazing. But the opening scene is a chase scene, which is signature in all Bond movies. And he is chasing this guy. Um, and it, it is probably one of the best chase scenes I've ever seen. And it's on foot. Um, and, and ends with, uh, obviously, with him killing a lot of people at one time, which is typical James Bond. And I think that is just an amazing movie all around. Can you say the movie title again? It is Casino Royale. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. I've never even heard of that movie. I actually, I did hear what you were saying, but I was actually looking up who, this is probably embarrassing, but I didn't even know who Pierce Brosnan was. And... After seeing his face, I still don't think I know who he is. I don't really recognize any of the movies that he was in. But for some reason, that made me think. You said he's whoever this movie that you're talking about. You said they're fighting in suits, and I was like, how do those suits never rip? You know, like in those movies. I mean, they're clearly not realistic, but I don't understand how. Like even when they do the acting, it's like their suits never rip. Well, that. I actually because of watching these movies, I grew up like it'd be so cool to be an FBI agent fighting a suit. And then you get in a suit for the first time in your professional life, and you're like, this would be the worst thing ever. Yeah, and I like my suits. I mean, tight, boy. I'm telling you, I want it I want it sewed on me. I want to use scissors to get it off of me. So I can't imagine <laughs> actually – I can't imagine actually fighting in something like that. Well, and it, it's just – it's interesting. And, and the reason I had to bring up Pierce Brosnan versus Daniel Craig is Pierce Brosnan was the typical, like, not slow necessarily like he fought but it, he was like smooth and he whooped the bad guy and he was smooth with it where daniel craig is like modern i'm gonna beat the crap out of you he uh in the chase scene that i'm talking about this guy is um you know an expert at parkour and he's leaping through everything and jumping through the holes um and daniel craig is literally running through like drywall and stuff so just kind of the difference between yeah. uh, between the two guys but great movie um which brings me to number seven. McCarty, you've never seen this for sure. It's animated and it's a kid movie. Balto is, do you, have <laughs> you seen that? I've seen it. Yeah. It's, I, I was probably like five or six. I mean, it's about dogs. It's I know about that, half right? half wolf, half dog. Okay. Well, that's about all I know about it. I've seen it, I think, but I at least know what So I grew up about. watching this movie and I honestly will probably watch it may, maybe once a year. But there is a famous line in that movie that I want to get tattooed on me so bad, but it doesn't make sense for like a human to have it. But it says a dog cannot make this journey alone, but maybe a wolf can. And I don't, I don't know why it doesn't pertain to me at all. But the line came from a goose, Boris the goose. 
And it was just such a motivational thing. And, and he ended up, you know, saving the day because of that line. Uh, is Balto a Disney movie? Oh, see, you're going to put me on the spot. I'm a Disney fan. And I think I'm going to say this. I want to say it's a Disney Pixar movie. And if, if, if any fans are on here and please don't get at me, I am a Disney fan. I just, some of those old movies so I'm not too sure on. I wasn't sure either. I really like I asked because I thought you might actually know. I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but I just looked it up. It looks like it was distributed by okay. Universal Pictures, so it okay. was not. Well, that's so you, you, do, learn you, you do learn stuff, and that's fair. I it honestly doesn't have like the total vibe of it because you know Disney movies are like princesses and not princesses necessarily, but the fairy tale side of things and they have disney princesses they have the princes and uh, more of that where this is a show about animals anyway moving on from balto number six mccarty i hope you've seen this if you haven't you better watch it tonight or tomorrow nightcrawler uh that would be with um i got it i got it i got it i got it um jake Jake seen it that movie is so incredible and i want to say this this is a little plug because i got another movie with jake gyllenhaal in here Jake Gyllenhaal is in my top five. He is, in my mind, the most underrated actor out there. I would agree. I think underrated might be the best word for it. Like it's like average Joe does know who Jake Gyllenhaal is. Like you've heard of him, but you probably don't know the movies that he's been in. It's like weird how he's recognizable like as an actor, but I don't think his movies are like always seen as like really, really great or like widely viewed. But somehow he's still recognizable as an actor. So I, I his movies, uh, the few that I know that he's been in are amazing. So yeah, I think he's yeah. Nobody's just out there talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. They're like, oh yeah, isn't Jake Gyllenhaal in that movie? And it's like, yeah, you know, it's one of the better movies out there. He hasn't really had a bad movie. Um, there's one out recently. I think it's called Life. Maybe that didn't do so well, but Ryan Reynolds was also in that, and probably people would know that movie by Ryan Reynolds. So. What's that? Uh, what's the movie? Um, it's about a ma- Brokeback Mountain. He was in that one. I think that yeah, one was pretty and, bad. That's widely known for. Um, I think it was like kind of breaking into the. Um, I think they call it uh, GSM now, which is I don't I don't really know what that stands for, but the LGBTQIA. It was a it was a movie about a um, homosexual couple, I believe, and it was kind of oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't. I don't know, like, I didn't watch it, but I just know that people did not accept yeah, that. Yeah, it was breaking well into it early in its time, but um, I think, I'm not, I thought I was going to say Christian Bale was in there, but I'm, I might be wrong about that. Anyway, it was two well-known actors, and it was, um, I think it ended up being a decent movie, but I don't, I don't know, um, I've never seen it. But anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal, underrated, Nightcrawler, um, I've heard many good things about, and it has very high ratings, and I watched it myself, and... Speaking of that movie and not giving people credit, the co-star on that, which I can't think of his name, which is probably not good, but he was also very good in that role. I got it, bro. Just keep all right. He uh, play. I think he was um, a helper for Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. I'm not going to give too much away because I really do want people to go see it. But he helped Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie, and um, he was just a very good co-star. Cardi, you got it. That's all I had about Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh starring i don't i don't know if there's any of jake gyllenhaal Re- renee russo 
Uh, Rene Russo, Riz Ahmed, Bill it Paxton. It was the third one. Was the third one. Yep, Riz Ahmed. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, people oh, want to. Yeah, I'm people want to know his him. name. It was kind of a breakout role for him. He's been in like one other thing that I knew of. Um, but moving on from Night Nightcrawler, McCarty, you've definitely seen this one. This is probably the only superhero movie that you care about or will ever watch. Dark Knight with uh, with Christian Bale. Preach. Yep. That I mean, it's an incredible movie. Number one, Christian Bale uh, is probably always going to be my favorite Batman. You know, people might come after him, and they might be really good. I think they're talking about Robert Pattinson might be the new Batman, which he could be good. I think the people that they say aren't going to be good are usually the ones that are usually better. But Christian Bale was amazing. Um, oh, shoot. Help me out with the Joker. Who is the Joker? Oh, uh, I can't what, remember. He died. Heath? Was it Heath Ledger? That. Yeah, Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Best, best Joker ever. Okay. With that being said, I'm going to see uh, Joker tomorrow with Joaquin Phoenix in it. And I, oh, bro, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm about very excited now. about that. I think he is probably going to. He's gonna. He's gonna push it there. I think because Heath Ledger was there first, he'll probably stay there. But I'm very excited for um for Joaqu- Joaquin Phoenix in this role. Um. Thank you for the announcement. Yeah, I, I, I do there, believe man. it's Joaquin. Am I right on that? I think so. I don't, you're asking the wrong person, though. I'll tell you that. I want to say, though, real quick, before you move on to number four, I think, um, the why Nate keeps saying, like, McCarty, you've probably seen this or you haven't seen this. And then he said the comment that a lot of you guys probably just glossed over, but he said it's probably the only superhero movie you're going to see. Um I probably have talked about it at some point in the 20 weeks that we've been doing this, but I don't, I can't get behind any movie that's not real, like all the way real. So like the dark Knight, if you think about it, it's a superhero movie, which I never watch superhero movies. Like they're, they're just fake. And it's not because I think that other people shouldn't like them. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just like for me personally and the way my personality is, I just can't get behind something that's not real. It just doesn't make sense to me. So it's just not interesting. It's not entertaining. But with The Dark Knight, Batman is a real person. And like his superpowers, if you want to call him that, are just because he's a rich dude with like a lot of awesome technology. So those ones I can get behind. Like that, it's a dude wearing a mask that actually is just like Bill Gates on steroids. So it doesn't bother me. And like I can actually enjoy it because it's real. And even like if you, if you, the whole Batman series, like with Bane and the Joker, all those people just like had technology. That's basically it. They didn't have like real superpowers where they could like fly or whatever, shoot lasers or anything like that. So I just wanted to clarify that that's why. Nate yeah. And the, the new Batman's with Ben Affleck get really very far into the, the category of being unreal. Um, if, yeah. I actually didn't see that one. So yeah. And you, and you, and you wouldn't want to, it, it would ruin Batman for you on that sense. Okay. Moving to number four. This is another Jake Gyllenhaal slept on movie. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. It is Jake Gyllenhaal, Rachel McAdams, 50 cent is in this movie. Forrest Whitaker is in it. I'm on missing somebody. And there's a really good child actor. She's in um, several movies. Actually can't name one off the top of my head. What did you that, do? I mean, I'm, this movie <laughs> This I'm not going to give too much away again, but this guy's wife, Rachel McAdams, he's been with her for, I think, since he was 12 years old in a foster home. Can you say the title? South you Paul. Said Sorry, the title. South Paul. Um, which South Paul just means you're fighting on the... Okay, I'm going to mix this up. With your, I think it's with your left it's hand with forward. Your, it's with your right hand forward. 
is with your right hand forward. Left foot then. Right, right hand, right foot forward, left foot, left hand back. But I'm trying to figure out if it's, if it's that what it, that's what it means or if it means that you are, uh, you fight with your opposite hand. That's your dominant hand. I can't remember which. Oh, I see. It's not like left or right. It's like whatever is your opposite. Or it's just left. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's what the, that's what the Southpaw title is. He loses his wife in the very beginning. Somehow, I'll let you guys watch that. And he's been in love with her forever. He's got a daughter, but he takes this loss very personally. He loses his daughter in a way. You have to watch. And he, he's fighting for his life, his career, and his kid to get them all back. And one of my favorite lines at the end of the movie, he kneels down after a fight and he says, I'm ready, baby. And he's talking to Rachel McAdams saying that he's ready to lead this life with his child. And, I mean, you can't beat that. You really can't beat that in in a plot line. And you probably heard me say flippantly, I say, what did you do? That's, that's a line in that movie. Um, I'm not even going to give it away. If I told you the context of it, then it would give away the whole movie. So I'm not going to. But Forrest Whitaker says it, it's a very monumental line. And also something that Nate didn't mention is the soundtrack of that movie is unbelievable. So that's a big reason. as Yeah, there's a song called Beast. And uh, I listen to it all the time when I work out. But you will be saying, when you leave watching this movie, you will be saying, what did you do? Just like that, um, probably moving forward. Um, Okay, this brings me to number three. And this is another TV series. Um, The only reason I didn't get any higher is because these two things at one and two have my heart. But number three is True Detective Season 1. That is Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. And some of the best acting I've ever seen. I know I've been saying that, but I just get geeked out by this stuff. Uh, they're in my top five. They're one in. They're one and two. It goes McConaughey and Harrelson one and two um, in my top five actors. But they just kill this role. It's very. Um, oh, I don't know a good word for it. It's very like. You, have you seen True Detective season one, McCarty? I don't. I don't even know what that is. I was going to ask how many seasons are There's there. There's three I don't seasons, know. and they always like. They always layer them with um, really prominent actors. So season two has Rachel McAdams, Vince Vaughn, and Colin Farrell. And then this new one has, um, oh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but has another set of good actors and actresses. Um, but McConaughey and Harrelson started off, and it's just, I mean, it's it's start to finish amazing. I just can't think of the word I want to do. It's like like rich ritual it's a ritual crime, some kind of ritual crime um, that they have to that they have to solve, and just very good acting. It's really dark, really, um, really intriguing. So what you're saying is the show is sort of like three different shows that go by the same name almost because there's like different actors. Yeah, which is what TV is doing right. I know this is going to be a, this is going to be a plug, but that's what TV is doing right right now is they're creating short seasons, long episodes with an actual ending at each episode. Um, True Detective takes it a step further. They have a whole new cast and a whole new plot every time. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's I, that's an interesting one. I don't I don't know anything about True Detective, but it seems like that's like a new age way of doing yeah. TV. Yeah, so it's it's really good. Um, number two, this one hopefully is obvious to everybody who cares, but um, and especially maybe eighties and nineties kids. But Lion King is one of the greatest mm. movies to ever be made. It was one of the most influential movies to me because 
there's a lot of life lessons in it. Akuna Matata, obviously. Um, oh, pr- people probably who have seen it have seen the new one that they came out with. They're probably like, oh, yeah, that just came out last year. No, that's that is a remake. Please go watch the original. But did you see it, though? Did you see the remake? I haven't brought myself to, to watch it yet. All right, well, I'm not I'm not here to be a spoiler, but you don't have to. Okay, see I didn't it. I think that you could spoil anything because I think it's the exact same thing. Um, well, it is, but like, it's just not. I mean, it's just not better. You know, like if you're gonna do something like that, I feel like you have to make it better, and yeah. they didn't. So it's just like you don't need to see it. Yeah, and I think don't. everybody's like, you know, well, what about the song? Because that's what they were like, you know, the Akuna Matata. I think everybody was waiting for that in the new one, and that's why they were trying to be like yeah. chill about it. But obviously, they got like. Uh, singer, I think they got like actual singers singing that song. Well, yeah, like Beyonce's in it and like Chance the Rapper, but like they, di- I don't, I'm, I don't want to spoil it. I feel bad doing that, but like they're not that good in it. It's that's just a fact of it, and they don't even sing that much. Like Beyonce's in it for in her name only. She doesn't even sing that much. So it's like, yes, that's true. They were in it, but if they didn't actually do what you wanted them to yeah, do, yeah, that's kind of what I was anticipating, but. I mean, soundtrack for Lion King, 10 out of 10. Plot, 10 out of 10. I can't say anything about acting because they were animated, but the voices were 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I, I grew up watching it. It taught me. I mean, it literally teaches you about death of a loved one. Um, Akuna, father, father and son, son. bonding. Um, re- bad relationships with family. Uh Getting a girlfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> your right? first roar, which is symbolic for something good. I don't, I mean, something that you know, think whatever it anyway, cross cultures, cross cultures for sure. But we can go on, but it seems like I'll know a lot more about this yeah. movie than you do, yeah. as a matter of fact. So that's number two. That's actually surprising because I widely thought that that was going to be your favorite movie. So I'm interested. I don't, I have no idea what your number one. I don't actually know if we've talked about this or not. Somebody just brought it up and said, Nathan, have you seen this movie? And I hadn't watched it till I think two years ago and it will forever. I don't know if anything will ever top this movie, but Goodwill hunting. You heard of that? I have. Okay. Yeah, I I definitely know it and I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but tell me the main. Okay. It's got young, Okay, let's do this. This is tough. Yup. Is it Leonardo DiCaprio? Young Matt Damon, which I can see where you I can see where you're getting that. Oh, yep, you're right. Okay. Ben Affleck. Young Mm -hmm. Casey Affleck, who's his brother. Robin Williams. Those are the ones I know offhand. (laughs) Yeah. But Robin Williams will forever be in my top five. He's um, one of my favorite actors of all time, and he went too soon. And I hate that um, because I think he would be an even more incredible actor as he's older than he was when he was younger. But he has um, one of the best quotes in there about love and death. And um, I will, I mean, I wish I could just, I wish I could listen to more of his stuff. Um, Another one of the good movies he has is Patch Adams. Go watch that too. But anyway, um, I'm going to go see about a girl that's at the end of the movie. Um, you can watch it for context, but incredible way to wrap up that movie. I, I mean, I honestly can't think of another movie in terms of, in terms of acting, in terms of quotes, in terms of plots, um, anything I can't, I mean, lessons in life. It's just, it's amazing. 
It's kind of interesting that that I, I do. I've seen that. It's about like a genius that's a janitor, right? Yes. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but that's just like how I remember it. Um, but it's amazing that you're saying that the acting is so good in that movie when those actors that you just named were like very early in their acting career. Like that, it probably is one of their best performances, but they were still so young and like new to the acting career that they've had like really, really widely successful movies after that. But this one, like such so early in their career was the one that people would kind of like know them by and that it becomes like people's favorite more than their. Yeah. I would say it was a super breakout role. And one of the things that most people don't know is, that Ben Affleck even has a brother. A lot of people don't know that. And he is like, since then, made a really good name for himself. You would just say, if if you said Affleck, people would say Ben. A whole lot of people don't know Casey, but he's had some really, really good movies since then. Uh, my favorite Ben Affleck movie is Pearl Harbor. And I'm not going to elaborate on it, but that's a great movie. Um, one of the best love that, stories of all time. That is a good movie. I, did, I do agree. I did watch that with you. That was a great movie. But that is my top 10. Um, I don't, McCarty, I don't know if you're going to say this. I hope I'm not stealing your thunder. But we will post this on the Facebook. And then you should also put your top 10 or argue my top 10 on Facebook. No, I agree. Um, I was going to post your top 10, um, just like the list of it. And then I was like, wait, why would I do that? Because then people won't actually listen to the podcast. That would be stupid. So I'm not going to do that. But um, listen to it and then tell us your top 10 or tell us, you know, your top three or whatever. Um, but I, I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to argue with him and tell him that he's stupid and none of these movies are good, that would be even better. So do that. Um, people did that with my snacks list, even though they were wrong. Um, people hated my snacks, to be honest. So uh, if you really want to show your support and also hatred of his list, then feel free. But Nate, before we wrap up, just give us 10 to one, like in, in order. Real quick. Um, 10 to one in order. As I grab the list that I wrote down, uh, gladiator Peaky blinder season three casino Royale. It's a James Bond movie. Balto nightcrawler dark night Southpaw, true detective season one lion King and Goodwill Hunting. All right. So that's the list. Uh, Memorize it. Know it. Um, We're going to ask you to recite it next week. Uh, Just kidding. We won't. Uh, Nate, thank you for sharing that. That was uh, extremely insightful. I actually didn't even know he liked a lot of those movies. And I know Nate better than he knows himself. So, um, I learned something and also I, I think five out of 10, I've seen five out of 10 of them. So now I have some new movies to catch up on. Um, if you disagree or you agree, or you want to tell us your favorite movies, let us know, post it on the Facebook page. We'll take a look at it. Uh, we'll shout some of them out next week. Uh, we'll continue to do stuff like this to, um, just make this podcast a little more engaging, uh, give you guys a chance to respond. Uh, but thank you guys again for joining us this week. Again, this is the first of all podcast. My name is McCarty. Um, that was Nate that you heard and you heard his list. Um, and we will see you guys Love again you guys. next week.